So good morning. We're moving so quickly down the road, August the 24th, and the conversation around Nevada was, I guess they had a riot on one of their behavior facilities. But, you know, it concerns me as to how these behavior facilities actually look, and the children, and the intent behind the behavioral facilities. I guess 80 children tried to run, but I really want to know what the population of those facilities and how many children they actually hold. And then they said one staff member was injured, and then they caught two runaways. And I'm just saying, these are children. Let's not forget that in America, when families are not valued, and in America, that I know, that I've seen in the past. It's a crisis for the families, as family values is not how we live. We live by attainment and people having the ability to present a status when that status truly just does not exist. And it could not exist as much child abuse, as much spousal abuse, as much permissivity, you know, screwing around happens because people just don't value each other. And there's something to say when you can love unconditionally that perhaps we need to look around and see where America needs to change. As we're getting ready to bring in a whole new culture into America. I don't know how many Afghan Americans were living in uh, over there where they're having the crisis, but they were hoping to bring that country to a status of where we are as Americans when most Americans don't understand that freedom was never free in America. And as an individual who has raised her children successfully, meaning that my children never went to jail, and that I understood the commitment level when you have a child, it is your life that you choose to give to the child and what you've been able to accomplish to this point. And it's just sad we're living in these tragic times. But what happened to the, you know, Obama gave every large city or every state money to plan for emergency. What would you do in an emergency? And there was money available, but we all understand what we saw in Ferguson, Missouri was not what we thought we would see. But this is where so many, at least half of the population in America truly is on the other side. And then don't get it twisted. Democrat, Republican, Christian, non-Christian. Believer, non-believer makes a difference in America because truly they stand on different sides of the aisle. But I'm going to tell you, it's your behavior that would get you in trouble. Don't go around people you don't know at this time in life. Make sure that people are taking the same kind of precautions that you would take to keep yourself safe. And then by all means, keep yourself safe as masking is just a mere formality like covering up your ass. You get me? 
But since some of y'all walk around with your ass and hanging out, and nowadays it seems to be some kind, not an anomaly to see somebody walking around with a G-string or tassels on their titties. Because that's what you see in the city of sin, Las Vegas. What you do see, too, is devastation. Because in the poverty of the people who are impoverished here, you definitely see strife. It's sad to see where people have not had facilities to maintain human dignity. But that hasn't happened. And don't tell me about a battleborn state when they ain't thinking about everybody because who's the war with as they are choosing what they do <laughs> it's a choice to not provide the services for the children who are the least of us but when we understand that we all have jobs people have jobs to maintain what sovereignty and guess what there's a sieve at the bottom of the hole and everything is slipping through because you got to have some money or have some knowledge or have some some kind of influence to get a benefit and what does that mean these are benefits that were supposed to be designed for people in poverty yet and still you can income qualify you get me boo tripping i'm not tripping my knowledge comes from deep within comes from trials and tribulations come from the willingness to learn and everybody has to be willing to become lifetime learners what the hell is she talking about meaning that every time you have an opportunity you just need to plan some time and set it aside and step up that's what it means everybody won't step up at one time there'll not be enough space for everyone to step up but I'll be damned it's time for change to come. And we just have to understand that it is us as Americans because the value of an American is not within the color line. The value of a true American is within its ability, an American's ability to sacrifice for the least of us and to ensure that we are providing the services that we all pay for as taxation and representation is a reality in 2021. The word is e prohibitionum. Out of many, there's one, but out of one, there will be none. Who will you be in 2021? Please like, subscribe, and follow me. I'm on Anchor. I'm on YouTube and Instagram. Go head on, girl. I knocked and the door open. And so, reality check in 2021. e prohibitionum. Out of many, there's one, but out of one, there'll be none. So who will you be in 2021? Please like, subscribe, and follow me on my Parent Empowerment Hour. Same anchor, saying have a great day. I will return. Education of children with disabilities, subpart 500, evaluations, eligibility determinations, individualized education programs, and educational placements. Paragraph 300.304, evaluation procedures. A. Notice. The public agency must provide notice to the parents of a child with a disability in accordance with paragraph 300.503 that describes any evaluation procedures the agency proposes to conduct. B. Conduct of evaluation. In conducting the evaluation, the public agency must 
1. Use a variety of assessment tools and strategies to gather relevant functional, developmental, and academic information about the child, including information provided by the parent that may assist in determining I, whether the child is a child with a disability under paragraph 300.8, and 2. The content of the child's IEP, including information related to enabling the child to be involved in and progress in the general education curriculum, or for a preschool child to participate in appropriate activities, to not use any single measure or assessment as the sole criterion for determining whether a child is a child with a disability and for determining an appropriate educational program for the child. And three, use technically sound instruments that may assess the relative contribution of cognitive and behavioral factors in addition to physical or developmental factors. C, other evaluation procedures. Each public agency must ensure that one, assessments and other evaluation materials used to assess a child under this part, I, are selected and administered so as not to be discriminatory on a racial or cultural basis, two, are provided and administered in the child's native language or other mode of communication and in the form most likely to yield accurate information on what the child knows and can do academically, developmentally, and functionally unless it is clearly not feasible to so provide or administer, three, are used for the purposes for which the assessments or measures are valid and reliable, IV, are administered by trained and knowledgeable personnel, and V, are administered in accordance with any instructions provided by the producer of the assessments. Two, assessments and other evaluation materials include those tailored to assess specific areas of educational need and not merely those that are designed to provide a single general intelligence quotient. 3. Assessments are selected and administered so as best to ensure that if an assessment is administered to a child with impaired sensory, manual, or speaking skills, the assessment results accurately reflect the child's aptitude or achievement level or whatever other factors the test purports to measure, rather than reflecting the child's impaired sensory, manual, or speaking skills, unless those skills are the factors that the test purports to measure. For the child is assessed in all areas related to the suspected disability, including, if appropriate, health, vision, hearing, social and emotional status, general intelligence, academic performance, communicative status, and motor abilities. 5. Assessments of children with disabilities who transfer from one public agency to another public agency in the same school year are coordinated with those children's prior and subsequent schools, as necessary and as expeditiously as possible, consistent with paragraph 300.301 D2 and E to ensure prompt completion of full evaluations. 6. In evaluating each child with a disability under paragraph paragraph 300.304 through 300.306, the evaluation is sufficiently comprehensive to identify all of the child's special education and related services needs, whether or not commonly linked to the disability category in which the child has been classified. 7. Assessment tools and strategies that provide relevant information that directly assist persons in determining the educational needs of the child are provided. Authority. 20 U.S.C. 1414 B1-3, 1412-A6B, need assistance. Well, that was a great 
explanation, but I've got to share something else. I'm going to stop this share and share the screen because we all need to understand what's going on. This is not the one I want to see, I don't think. This is the one I want to see. Let me not share it just yet. Cancel. Shrink this window and shrink this because I did download it. Not that one though. This one. Open with preview. That's the one. This is it. Select all. Office for Civil Rights Office of Special Education and Rehabilitative Services Long COVID under Section 504 and the idea a resource to support children, students, educators, schools, service providers and families July 2021. Long COVID under Section 504 and the IDEA United States Department of Education Office for Civil Rights Office of Special Education and Rehabilitative Services July 26, 2021. Long COVID under Section 504 and the IDEA a resource to support children, students, educators, schools, service providers and families' introduction to the COVID-19 pandemic has created significant challenges for schools in meeting the needs of all children and students in early childhood, elementary, secondary, and post-secondary education. These challenges will continue as schools and public agencies one seek to ensure support and equity for children and students experiencing the long-term adverse health effects of COVID-19, commonly referred to as long COVID. This resource is issued jointly by the U.S. Department of Education's Office for Civil Rights, OCR, and the Office of Special Education and Rehabilitative Services, OSERS, to provide information about long COVID as a disability and about schools to and public agencies' responsibilities for the provision of services and reasonable modifications to children and students for whom long COVID is a disability. The discussion here focuses on two federal laws. Section 504 of the Rehabilitation Act of 1973, Section 504 and Parts B and C of the Individuals with Disabilities Education Act, IDEA. Point three, this resource has four sections. Uh, background information on Section 504 and IDEA 2. What is long COVID and what is its impact on children and students? Three. Protections and services under IDEA in Section 504 for children and students with long COVID-IV. What to do if a child or student is experiencing long COVID? Additional resources from the Department of Education. The department is committed to providing resources to support schools and public agencies in reopening safely and in ways that support equity among all children and students. To date, the department has released various important resources to assist schools and public agencies, including the EDCOVID-19 Handbook, Volumes I-2 and 3, Four Questions and Answers on Civil Rights and School Reopening in the COVID-19 Environment, 
5. The Safer Schools and Campuses Best Practices Clearinghouse, 6. And this resource, which addresses the potential developmental and educational implications of long COVID-19 for children and students 7 who have this condition. Please note, other than statutory and regulatory requirements included in the document, the contents of this guidance do not have the force and effect of law and are not meant to bind the public. This document is intended only to provide clarity to the public regarding existing requirements under the law or agency policies. The department has determined that this document provides significant guidance under the Office of Management and Budget's final bulletin for agency good guidance practices, 72 Fed. Reg. 3432 January 25, 2007. 1. Long COVID under Section 504 and the IDEA background. About Section 504 and IDEA Section 504 prohibits disability discrimination and ensures that students with disabilities have equal access to educational opportunities. In the education context, this law applies to schools that receive federal financial assistance from the department and is enforced by the department's OCR. Idea Part B ensures that a free appropriate public education, FAPE, is available to all children with disabilities residing in the state between the ages of 3 through 21 years, with a few specific exceptions, and including children with disabilities who have been suspended or expelled from school. Eight under Part 100 of the Idea, infants and toddlers, birth through age 2 years with disabilities and their families are eligible to receive early intervention services. Nine Ozer's Office of Special Education Programs, OSEP, administers the IDEA, including the federal special education grants to states under Part B and special education grants for infants and toddlers under Part 100. 2. What is long COVID and what is its impact on children and students? The U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, CDC, has identified long COVID as another term for post-COVID conditions. 10. According to the CDC, post-COVID conditions are a wide range of new, returning, or ongoing health problems people can experience more than four weeks after first being infected with the virus that causes COVID. 19. Even people who did not have symptoms when they were infected can have post-COVID conditions. 11. Preliminary studies show that children and students of all ages may experience long COVID, which can produce a combination of symptoms, including 12. Tiredness or fatigue. Difficulty thinking or concentrating, sometimes referred to as brain fog. Headache. Changes in smell or taste. Dizziness on standing, lightheadedness. Fast beating or pounding heart, also known as heart palpitations. Symptoms that get worse after physical or mental activities. Chest or stomach pain. Difficulty breathing or shortness of breath. Cough. Joint or muscle pain. Mood changes. Fever. Pins and needles feeling. Diarrhea. Sleep problems. Changes in period cycles. 
multi-organ effects or autoimmune conditions, bullet rash as the departments of justice and health and human services explain, long COVID can be a disability under the Americans with Disabilities Act and Section 504 of the Rehabilitation Act of 1973.133, protections and services under IDEA and Section 504 for children and students with long COVID a child or student experiencing long COVID or other conditions that have arisen as a result of COVID-19 may be eligible for special education and related services under IDEA and or may be entitled to protections and services under Section 504. Some children and students who are already identified as having a disability under IDEA and or Section 504 and who have contracted COVID-19 may experience new or worsened symptoms related to their pre-2. Long COVID under Section 504 and the IDEA existing disability to COVID-19 19, or to both. If these symptoms persist in the form of long COVID, these children or students may need new or different related aids and services, specialized instruction, or reasonable modifications. Other children or students may be found eligible for services under IDEA and or Section 504 for the first time because of the adverse impact of long COVID on the child's educational achievement and functioning. IDEA or if long COVID substantially limits one or more of the student's major life activities. Section 504. A. Eligibility under IDEA to be eligible for special education and related services under Part B. The child must be evaluated and determined to be a child who has a disability and who requires specialized services as defined under IDEA.14. For example, under the IDEA Part B regulations, a child may be eligible for special education and related services based on having an other health impairment if the child has limited strength vitality, or alertness due to a chronic or acute health problem that adversely affects the child's educational performance. performance.15 To be eligible for early intervention services under IDEA Part 100, an infant or toddler must receive a comprehensive, multidisciplinary evaluation and meet the state's eligibility criteria.16 For example, infants with severe post-COVID conditions could based on evaluation data, have developmental delays that make them eligible for early intervention services. B. Eligibility under Section 504. Under Section 504, a person has a disability if they 1. Have a physical or mental impairment that substantially limits a major life activity. 2. Have a record of such an impairment or 3 are regarded as having such an impairment. 17 major life activities include for example breathing and concentrating as well as major bodily functions such as functions of the immune system. 18 a student does not need to be substantially limited in their learning to be eligible for protection and services under section 504. If a student's long COVID substantially limits one or more major life activities, the student would have a disability under Section 504.19. This analysis applies to all students, whether in preschool, elementary or secondary school, or a post-secondary setting. IV. What to do if a child or student is experiencing long COVID early childhood, elementary, 
and secondary children and students long COVID impacts children and students in a variety of ways, and therefore, the determination of whether a child or student is eligible for IDEA and or Section 504 services must be made on an individual basis following existing procedures in those laws and their implementing regulations. A child find and evaluation procedures under IDEA Part 100 child find is a requirement that states have a system in place to identify, locate, and evaluate all infants and toddlers with disabilities who may be eligible for early intervention services as early as possible. A child suspected of having a disability should be referred as soon as possible, but in no case more than seven days after the child has been identified.20 with parental 21 consent, a timely, comprehensive, multidisciplinary evaluation must be completed, and if the child is determined eligible, a child and family assessment must be conducted to determine the appropriate early intervention services and supports for the child and family. The initial evaluation and the initial assessments of the child and family and the initial individualized family service plan IFSP, meeting must be completed within 45 days from the date the lead agency or early intervention service EIS, provider receives the referral of the child. The lead agency or EIS provider must ensure that once the IFSP is developed and the parent consents to services, the IFSP is implemented as soon as possible. 3. Long COVID under Section 504 and the IDEA B Child Find and Initial Evaluation Procedures under IDEA Part B. Similarly, Child Find for IDEA Part B requires public agencies to implement policies and procedures ensuring that all children with disabilities who need special education and related services are identified, located, and evaluated, regardless of the severity of the disability. This includes for example, children who may have been identified as a child with a disability under the IDEA category of other health impairment as a result of contracting COVID-19, e.g., long COVID or multi-system inflammatory syndrome in children, known as MIS-C.22 child find activities typically involve a screening process to determine whether the child should be referred for a full evaluation to determine eligibility for special education and related services. If the public agency suspects the child may have a disability under IDEA, an evaluation must be consistent with IDEA's requirements and conducted within 60 days of receiving parental consent or within the state-established timeline. At the completion of the evaluation, a group of qualified professionals and the child's parents determine whether the child is a child with a disability as defined in IDEA and, if yes, identify the educational needs of the child. See Evaluation Procedures under Section 504 Under Section 504, schools must conduct an evaluation in a timely manner of any student who needs or is believed to need special education or related services because of a disability.23. The evaluation of a student must be individualized and not make any conclusions based on the child's diagnosis alone. Once the evaluations are completed, a group of people knowledgeable about the child and the child's evaluation data and placement options, for example, the child's parents, school nurses, teachers, counselors, psychologists, school administrators, social workers, doctors, etc., 
reviews the evaluation results.24 then the group determines the child's placement based on whether the student has a disability and what if any supports are needed for example a student who has had COVID-19 and who continues to have difficulty concentrating may require an evaluation to determine if a student has a disability and needs special education or related services such as additional time to finish classwork and tests. For students who already receive services under Section 504, schools must provide re-evaluations periodically and prior to a significant change in placement.25 D eligibility and implementation under IDEA in Section 504 if the child is eligible for services under Part 100 of IDEA, an IFSP will be developed by the IFSP team, which includes the infant's or toddler's parent. For example, an IFSP team may determine that a toddler with developmental delays as a result of the effects of long COVID may require early intervention services and occupational therapy to address fine and visual motor skills. The IFSP could also include parent services or family-centered interventions to foster social-emotional well-being as the toddler recovers from long COVID. Likewise, a child determined eligible for services under Part B will have an individualized education program IEP, developed by the IEP team, which includes the child's parent.26. For example, an IEP team may determine that a child whose disability meets the definition of other health impairments under IDEA and who is experiencing difficulty concentrating and anxiety symptoms related to long COVID may need to receive special education and related services and supplementary aids and services to improve academic engagement during instructional periods, counseling services to address anxiety, and a plan for positive behavioral interventions and supports to promote on-task behavior and adaptive responses to stress triggers, must seek the parent's consent to conduct an initial evaluation. That for long COVID under Section 504 and the idea if a student is eligible for services or reasonable modifications under Section 504, schools often record those services and modifications in a document called a Section 504 Plan.27 under Section 504. For example, a group of knowledgeable people may determine that a student requires a reasonable modification to the attendance policy to receive excused absences for long COVID-related illness or medical appointments beyond the initial period of illness. Post-secondary education students' colleges and universities also have obligations under Section 504 and must provide students with disabilities an opportunity to participate that is equal to that of students without disabilities.28. This obligation extends to students whose long COVID substantially limits a major life activity. Post-secondary education students who are experiencing long COVID may have a disability. If so, they may require academic adjustments and go reasonable modifications.29. For example, a student with asthma may experience increased difficulty breathing and new difficulty with walking as a result of long COVID. That student may need a reasonable modification to register early for a class schedule that minimizes the distance between classes. In the post-secondary setting, Section 504 does not require colleges or universities to identify students with disabilities.
Students who require academic adjustments or reasonable modifications may request them. Typically, students work with the post-secondary institution's disability services office to identify appropriate modifications. Students with disabilities, including those whose long COVID is a disability, have a right to be free from discrimination in school. Federal disability laws, such as Section 504, guarantee equal opportunity to learn for students with disabilities. OCR is committed to enforcing Section 504 and ensuring that all students with disabilities have the supports and services needed to fulfill the law's commitment. Suzanne B. Goldberg, Acting Assistant Secretary for Civil Rights Long COVID is an emerging issue that may affect many children and educators across the country. Early intervention in local educational agencies need to ensure that children who are living with impaired development or health due to long COVID that is a disability are identified and are provided the appropriate services and supports covered under IDEA. Catherine Nees, Acting Assistant Secretary for the Office of Special Education and Rehabilitative Services 5. Long COVID under Section 504 and the IDEA Language Assistance. On request, this publication is available in alternate formats, such as Braille or large print. For more information, please contact the department's alternate format center at 202-260-0818 or alternate format center at ed.gov. If you have difficulty understanding English and need more information about interpretation or translation services, please call 1-800-USA-LERN, 1-800-872-5327-TTY, 1-800-877-8339, email us at ed.language.assistance at ed.gov, or write to U.S. Department of Education, Information Resource Center. 400 Maryland Avenue, SW, Washington, District of Columbia 20202, about the Department of Education's Office for Civil Rights, OCR, and Office of Special Education and Rehabilitation Services, OZERS. OZERS' mission is to improve early childhood, educational, and employment outcomes and raise expectations for all people with disabilities, their families, their communities, and the nation. In implementing this mission, OZERS supports programs that help educate children and youth with disabilities and provides for the rehabilitation of youth and adults with disabilities. OZERS provides a wide array of supports to parents and individuals, school districts, and states in two main areas, special education and vocational rehabilitation, through its two main components, OSEP and Rehabilitation Services Administration. For more information, visit the Department's Office of Special Education and Rehabilitative Services website, https colon slash slash www.ed.gov slash OZERS. OCR's mission is to ensure equal access to education and to promote educational excellence through a vigorous enforcement of civil rights in our nation's schools. An important OCR responsibility is resolving complaints of discrimination, which can be filed by anyone who believes that an education institution that receives federal financial assistance 30 has discriminated against someone on the basis of race, color, national origin, sex, disability, or age. For more information, visit the Department's Office for Civil Rights website, 
https colon slash slash www2.ed.gov slash OCR. There, a complaint of discrimination can also be filed. https colon slash slash www2.ed.gov slash about slash offices slash list slash OCR slash complaint control.html. One, the information in this document under IDEA applies to public agencies which includes state educational agencies, CES, local educational agencies, LEAS, educational service agencies, ESAs, nonprofit public charter schools that are not otherwise included as LEAS or ESAs and are not a school of an LEA or ESA, and any other political subdivisions of the state that are responsible for providing education to children with disabilities. IDEA also requires state lead agencies to provide early intervention services for infants and toddlers. This resource refers to all these entities as public agencies. To the information in this document regarding Section 504 applies to all schools, which includes public schools and school districts, as well as private schools, public charter schools, and magnet schools and post-secondary institutions that receive federal financial assistance from the department. Although some Section 504 regulatory requirements are different for public and private school recipients, both public and private schools that receive federal financial assistance from the U.S. Department of Education must comply with Section 504. C. 34 CFR paragraph 104.33 and 39. Section 504 falls under OCR's jurisdiction. 3. Another federal disability civil rights law, the Americans with Disabilities Act, ADA, also applies to schools. Title 2 of the ADA prohibits disability discrimination by public entities, including public schools. Title 3 of the ADA prohibits disability discrimination by certain private entities, including certain private schools. OCR shares in the enforcement of Title II of the ADA with the U.S. Department of Justice, DOJ. DOJ has enforcement authority for Title III of the ADA. This document focuses on Section 504 and the IDEA. More information about the ADA is available at www.ed.gov slash OCR and www.ada.gov. 6. Long COVID under Section 504 and the IDEA for ED COVID-19 Handbook, Strategies for Safely Reopening Elementary and Secondary Schools, Volume 1, available at https colon slash slash www.ed.gov slash documents slash coronavirus slash reopening.pdf, Volume 2. Roadmap to Reopening Safely and Meeting All Students' Needs Available at https colon slash slash www.ed.gov slash documents slash coronavirus slash reopening dash 2.pdf and volume 3, Strategies for Safe Operation and Addressing the Impact of COVID-19 on Higher Education Students, Faculty, and Staff Available at https colon slash slash www.ed.gov slash documents slash coronavirus slash reopening dash 3.pdf. Five questions and answers on civil rights and school reopening in the COVID-19 environment, May 2021. 
available at https colon slash slash www.ed.gov slash about slash offices slash list slash OCR slash docs slash QA dash reopening dash two zero two one zero five dot PDF six https colon slash slash best practices clearinghouse.ed.gov slash seven for purposes of this document Students with disabilities generally refers to the definition of disability found in the Rehabilitation Act of 1973 at 29 U.S.C. paragraph 7059b, 20b. See also the Department Section 504 Regulation at 34 CFR paragraph 104.3j. Child or children with disabilities generally refers to the definitions of child with a disability or infant or toddler with a disability in Parts B and C of the idea. See 34 CFR paragraph 300.8, Part B, and 34 CFR paragraph 303.21, Part 100. However, the terms and definitions are not mutually exclusive. All children with disabilities who are eligible for special education and related services under IDEA are protected by Section 504, but the inverse is not true. Not all students protected by Section 504 are IDEA eligible. See U.S. Department of Education, Office for Civil Rights, Parent and Educator Resource Guide to Section 504 in Public Elementary and Secondary Schools, December 2016. Available at https colon slash slash www.ed.gov slash about slash offices slash list slash OCR slash docs slash 504 dash resource dash guide dash 201612.pdf 834cfr paragraph 300.102a 9 appropriate early intervention services are available to all infants and toddlers with disabilities in the state and their families, including Indian infants and toddlers with disabilities and their families residing on a reservation, geographically located in the state, infants and toddlers with disabilities who are homeless children and their families, and infants and toddlers with disabilities who are wards of the state. 10. The CDC has identified a post-COVID condition called Multisystem Inflammatory Syndrome in Children, MISC. MISC is a condition where different parts of a child's body can become inflamed, including the heart, lungs, kidneys, brain, skin, eyes, or gastrointestinal organs. Children with MISC may have a fever and various symptoms including abdominal, gut pain, vomiting, diarrhea, neck pain, rash, bloodshot eyes, or feeling extra tired. Currently, it is unknown how long multi-organ effects might last and whether the effects could lead to chronic health conditions, MISC, mental health conditions, and future conditions not yet identified as a result of contracting COVID may adversely impact a student's educational performance or other major life activity, and if they do, the same process described in this document applies to those students. 11 CCDC's post-COVID conditions website https colon slash slash www.cdc.gov slash coronavirus slash 2019-ncov slash long dash term dash effects.html 12 CCDC's post-COVID conditions website 
https colon slash slash www.cbc.gov slash coronavirus slash 2019-ncov slash long dash term dash effects dot html 13 for more information concerning long COVID as a disability see department of justice and department of health and human services guidance on long COVID as a disability under the ADA section 504 and section 1557 https colon slash slash www.hhs.gov slash civil dash rights slash for dash providers slash civil dash rights dash covid19 guidance dash long dash covid dash disability slash index html 1434 cfr paragraph paragraph 300.301 300.306 15 idea does not require children to be identified with a particular disability category for purposes of the delivery of special education and related services, since a child's entitlement under IDEA is to FAPE and not to a particular disability label. See assistance to states for the education of children with disabilities and preschool grants for children with disabilities. Final rule, 71 Fed. Reg. 46,540, 46,737, August 14, 2006. 1634 CFR paragraph paragraph 303.303.3.322. 1729 USC paragraph 7059B 20 B 18 for more examples of major life activities and bodily functions see the department's parent and educator resource guide to section 504 in public elementary and secondary schools resource guide available at https colon slash slash www.ed.gov slash about slash offices slash list slash ocr slash docs slash 504 resource dash guide dash 201612.pdf the centers for disease control and prevention also recognizes other post-covid conditions a series of illnesses resulting in debilitating conditions that can be similar to long COVID. This guidance may also be applicable to other post-COVID conditions. For example, 7. Long COVID under Section 504 and the IDEA 19 in addition, if a person with long COVID has a record of such impairment or is regarded as having such an impairment, the person would meet the definition of disability under Section 504, 2034 CFR Paragraph 303.303, 21 in this document, parent refers to both parents and guardians, 2234 CFR Paragraph 300.111, 2334 CFR Paragraph 104.35, 2434 CFR paragraph 104.35 C. 2534 CFR paragraph 104.35 D. A reevaluation procedure consistent with the idea is one means of meeting this section 504 requirement. 26 parentally placed private school children with disabilities may receive special education and related services through a services plan. See 34 CFR paragraph paragraph 300.130300.144. 27 for more information about identification, evaluation, placement, and other section 504 procedures, 
refer to the resource guide available at https colon slash slash www.ed.gov slash about slash offices slash list slash ocr slash docs slash 504 dash resource dash guide dash 201612.pdf 2834CFR paragraph paragraph 104.4 4147 Post-secondary institutions also are not required to provide academic adjustments, auxiliary aids and services, or modifications that would impose an undue burden or cause a fundamental alteration to the service, program, or activity. 2934 CFR paragraph 104.44 30 under Title II of the Americans with Disabilities Act, Title II, which prohibits disability discrimination by public entities including public schools, OCR has jurisdiction regardless of whether the entity receives federal financial assistance. 8. The Department of Education's mission is to promote student achievement and preparation for global competitiveness by fostering educational excellence and ensuring equal access. www.ed.gov So isn't that amazing? I mean, you know, this is America. And we all need to understand that freedom has never been free and neither has failure. It comes with the consequences, the devastation, just the devastation of the community. People wanna talk about, oh, well, they're not working and they don't take care of their children. But let's understand somebody had a job and was getting paid to ensure access happened for that individual. And at the end of 12 years, 12 years, they got nothing and they couldn't even work to take care of themselves. So what makes this so right? Absolutely nothing, nothing. So until we come to the table to talk about the lack of outcomes, we're not moving forward. wonderful day, what can I say? We're in the midst of September, and you just have to understand that federal dollars help states, help the people in poverty. Federal dollars help states build infrastructure. Federal dollars help states with transportation and highways. Federal dollars help states with forestry. I don't believe that there is any perspective where the federal government does not supply the state with dollars to help provide support for the state. And the state's obligation is to decide what it is that they're good at and help provide tax money by collecting from the residents to provide support for these people who live within the state. It is unfortunate that states' rights is real and the obligation to provide support to all is a reality in 2021. As so many states have just pretended that African-American people were not citizens and somehow we face the choices of oppression and death under compliance strict compliance views of people who used to enslave us and understand when I say that California paid 
the last reparations to the slaveholders who lost slaves during that period of America's ugly history as all states who took runaway slaves paid for the losses of the slaves. So let's just understand one thing, that we paid for our own freedom and we are free to participate. And how it offends so many people here just to see blacks in a position of privilege. Oh well, guess what? We're American citizens also. So get ready for the ride because <clears throat> Juneteenth demonstrated that more black people need to wake up and perhaps we need to vote and perhaps we need to demand an understanding to the, what is it, unavailable data that demonstrates that we all have access to the same services. And America, the reality is, is that we are too a part of the people. And you may not have understood it at one time simply because you could kill a black person and not get any consequences. But the new day was coming always because states were paying for the losses of the citizens in which their law enforcement officials were probably too mm, zealous in their taking of lives. Because, you know, law enforcement is supposed to protect lives, not take lives. And, uh, <clears throat> and uh, you know, just the mere fact that an ordinary citizen such as myself could be punished for being mischievous and not having any authority actually coming out and saying mischievous things are happening. They're not mischievous. It's the word, boo. It's the word and it's an understanding of the law. An understanding that we, too, live in America and we are part of the 50 states. Uh, maybe there's more than 50 states, right? <laughs> there's territories, too. And it really doesn't matter because those people living in those territories like Puerto Rico are going to have the same access as we do. Things are changing in America as we bring in new Americans. But the old Americans understand the burdensome view of some who have been in power for way too long, who have restricted access for others, and who would like to continue to govern even if they don't represent the number of people that they should represent. In America, we are all Americans. Understand, our voices will be heard. And in 2021, you don't get to submit the county's plan for the American rescue money without submitting the state's plan for the American Rescue Money and the Department of Education has an obligation to ensure that the local LEA, that would be the local educational agency, submit their plan too. <clears throat> so, you know, and then, you know, just the mere fact, it's a joke. It's not a joke. God damn, it's, it's ridiculous to understand that perhaps some who have been afforded the use of the federal dollars have never met the minimal requirements and now it's time to any up basically get ready because the law is real and the law is nothing but the law and in america we all have to follow the law and that would be the federal law you get it because there is federal guidance to every piece of money and it requires 
public engagement. <laughs> oh, and what can I say? I mean, of course, the city doesn't have, I mean, you know, the Clark County School District doesn't have an obligation to participate in the writing of the plan from the County Office of Education, but the County Office of Education has to meet the needs of everyone. But just because they want to meet the needs, they're not holding accountable the local LEA agencies. They're just giving them money and they just want to do whatever they want to do with the money. But no, it's not a slush fund. I mean, didn't they say that the other night? <laughs> this is just not free money? No, it comes with obligations. And the obligations is for you, boo. Look in the mirror. Understand that failure has just never been an option in public education. So ask yourself why. Every year, we have people that are being pushed on the street without a basic educational skill and cannot read and cannot comprehend the damn King's English. And guess what? If you can't comprehend the English, well, hey, you're not becoming a citizen because you ain't voting. I mean, how many years is this going to continue? How many people don't graduate? And how many people are we actually playing, paying their salaries, paying for their retirement, paying for their health care, paying as we all pay, and then denied access to the basic opportunity to learn? And in America, no, as we bring in new immigrants, this shit is not going to continue. So life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, and I'm pursuing happiness because I want to understand that the federal government is just the federal government. And the irrelevancy of the state choosing not to participate and the regulations only cause chaos. Because look what down there is going on in Florida, where they would be the first state to lose what? a townhouse, a high-rise, where people live in the middle of the night. No regulations. That's what causes chaos. So, uh-uh. We have regulations. It's regulations that will be followed. As Title I is, has regulatory guidance. Did you read it? Oh, maybe you didn't read it. Maybe you just didn't know. But guess what? Every 30, 60, 90 days into a school year, you're going to have to Look at what you did last year and demonstrate that whatever you're doing this year is going to help the children who are not learning. And life is all about the youngest and the neediest when you're talking about the federal dollars. So wake up in America. The word is e-purpose. No matter how many there's one, but out of one there'll be none. And who will you be in 2021? Please like, subscribe, follow me, uh, Darling Anderson 1958 on YouTube. Darlene Billis Anderson on Facebook, but I'm being blocked and my videos are being blocked also. <laughs> the importance of not being stupid is to understand what they're doing to you and standing up in America. This is Darlene Anderson saying, like, subscribe, and follow me. I have the Parent Empowerment Hour here on Anchor, but my YouTube channel is about 20 years old. So, educate yourself. Wake up in 2021. Like, subscribe, and follow me. This is Darling Anderson. Peace out.